L-A-S. The LAS Podcast Network is an independent network of local creators based in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. For more, visit LASPodcastNetwork.com. Hello, everybody. My name is James. And I am Sarah. And, and we, we are, are full, full of BS. BS. Which is why we're starting a new podcast called A Load of BS. We probably want to tell them what BS is, though, James. What do you mean? Well, we everybody tell knows them, what BS is. No, we got to tell them what BS means. It's brand strategy. Everybody knows that. I mean, it could potentially mean something else. Like what? Boat snack? <laughs> Bucket sauce? I don't. I don't know. It's brand. Everybody knows it's brand strategy. That's what. That's, that's what I heard on the streets. I, I guess. Okay. Well, now you know. You can be full of brand strategy too. So if you want to be full of BS too, I would recommend checking out our podcast, which will be coming out every second and fourth Wednesday of the month. Produced by the LAS Podcast Network right here in Cedar Rapids. For more information, visit LASPodcastNetwork.com. For bonus episodes of this show, ad-free versions of LAS Podcasts, and many other exclusive benefits, all while supporting local creators and businesses, consider subscribing to LAS Plus for just $10 a month. To learn more and get started, visit LASPodcastNetwork.com. We all can be full of BS together. Come join us. I've been told that I'm full of BS a lot. It's true. I stand by that. <laughs> that's from moana remember oh. when he's like holds the chicken up he's like boat snack <laughs> l-a-s so brian the arizona cardinals the only undefeated team left in the nfl what do you think about that hi logan it's me your best friend brian sandy and your co-host i think a lot about that game I think the Cardinals are the best team. I think Kyler Murray's the MVP of the league. And I think you're looking at me funny because you don't recognize me. You know, it's me, Brian Sandy. I'll even do my catchphrase. Ring-a-ding-ding! Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Playoff Bound Fantasy Football. I'm Logan, and sitting across from me is Brian. Sa- wait, wait, what? Ha <laughs> ha Got you. <laughs> you. You tricked me so good. I'm not Brian Sandy. Removes his face. It- <laughs> you pulled your skin off. I did. Oh, my God. That hurt so much. Uh, who are you? My name's Zach Johnson. You know me. Hi, Zach. Not the golfer, but, um, but a fantasy football friend and fan. It's so great to have you here. Thank you very much. Um, Brian um, couldn't be here because he got his leg stuck in a dishwasher. Wait, really? No. Oh, oh, that would have been the second leg-related injury I heard about of somebody I knew this week. But that's, oh, really? That's another topic for a different. All right, day. well, watch your legs. Yeah. Yes, everyone, both of them. <laughs> Keep them safe. You need those things. Um, yeah, Brian couldn't be here this evening, um, but he will be back next week. In the meantime, we have a special guest host. It's our friend Zach Johnson, who is in a fantasy league with Brian and I, our main fantasy league. 
Uh, we call it the TTFFL. Main fantasy. That's such a compliment. Thank you, sir. Um, yeah, I'm super excited to be here, Logan. Um, you and Brian have been playing in that league for a while. Now, this is your fifth year, right? And Brian's been in, I think, like six or seven, maybe. You can tell by my team name. I can. You're very good <laughs> at that, actually. It helps a lot. So my team yeah. name is um, based off of the Fast and Furious movie, so I change it to be the same theme as the relative movie. Yeah, that, that famous game. movie franchise based around fantasy football, the Fast and Furious. Correct. Right. Yes. Great. Right. Fast football and Furious, furious. Football, footballers so, yes footballers yeah. yes i forget the <laughs> subtitles there's always the subtitles. right so yeah we're all in a league together and uh currently you are beating brian and i both in that league i'm having a pretty decent year yeah yeah i'm feeling pretty good the last couple of weeks have been really good to me let's start there uh, how is your team doing who who are you liking what are you worried about who are you willing to trade to me? Ha, ha. Keep asking those questions. Okay, so, yeah, I'm only in one league this year. Um, I've played multiple in the past, but, you know, just life kind of gets in the way. And so I like to focus on just one with people that I like and uh, care about, too. So, like my team a lot, I started off very weak. We're in week four, and I lost because I made a substitution on defense that I shouldn't have. Mm. And if I hadn't done that, it would be 4-0. But uh, since then, I've kind of run the table against opponents, scored quite a few points. Um, really happy and pleased, especially with my quarterback of choice, Mr. Philadelphia himself, Jalen Hurts. I did not have the constitution to draft Jalen Hurts in any leagues. Oh, you have weak mind and <laughs> body and knees. And we knew. We knew he was a running quarterback. Yeah. We know that that's uh, an exceptional skill set for a fantasy quarterback. Um, but gosh, I just was worried about him. I was worried about the offense as a whole. Um, but yeah, he he seems to be doing right by you. Yeah, yeah, he's a glass cannon for sure. You know, he's like the, <laughs> the now modern quarterback that's a dual threat that you know can run an option and then also chuck at seventy yards in, in like two and a half seconds. Um, he's pretty great. I'm still pretty hesitant on him. Like it's, I feel it's a roll the dice every week. I put him out there because sure. Philadelphia is a little bit of a dumpster fire sometimes. You know, Do you, and they've also had four pretty decent matchups from a fantasy perspective. Yes, absolutely. Um, so Atlanta and Dallas, great matchups. Um, San Francisco, not a scary matchup this year in terms of defense necessarily. And then Kansas City. I mean, whose defense is like a sieve, which is exactly that was like just a offense. shootout. Yeah, absolutely. You know? Yeah, I think every game with them is going to be that way. So I think that you know, week five now they're playing against Carolina. That's going to be theoretically a pretty legitimate defense for them to face off against. Yeah, I think the next two weeks actually might be like a little bit of a wake up check for fantasy production wise. You know, you run into Carolina like you said, and then after that, Tampa Bay. So like two of the most stalwart NFC South teams right. that you can run into right now. So. But you're not going to get away from him. No, not at all. No, he's doing exactly what I want right now. Um, I I also have a healthy cushion in our league. Like, I can afford to drop a game if I need to. Sure. Uh, and just we play in a 14-team league, so there's not a lot of variety of quarterback out there right now. Yeah, and you know? that's true. That's interesting that, you know, this is a 14-team league. We have a pretty small bench, Yeah, but... Uh, and it's also a really competitive league. I think for the most part, players or um, you know uh, managers, as we call them, are, are pretty involved. Um, so things are really happening on a, on a constant basis. So it's a little challenging to find a great quarterback streamer in that league or a great tight end streamer in that league. Yeah, I, coming into this year, there's always like one or two managers that are like, "All right, this year I'm not taking a quarterback till like round eight or round nine, or I'm just gonna you know do my last pick," and that like. They always get away from that because it's so hard to do that. It, the you know, we have personalities in our league that love to take quarterbacks round one, which you know, 
oftentimes you shouldn't do. Right. Um, and so it just causes a panic and like a run on the bank that, you know, you have to take a quarterback much sooner than you need to. And you realize that pretty soon everyone has, has who you want and you're left with, I don't know, um, Ryan Tannehill or something like that. So. Whoa. <laughs> Dig. Whoa. I took Ryan Tannehill on purpose. All right. That was always the plan. Um, but that plan has not worked out well so far. Oh, so. oh, do say. Oh, yeah. But I also have Trey Lance on my bench, and we'll talk about him in just a little bit. Okay. All uh, right. But, okay, so we talked about what's working on your team. Is there something, Is there anybody or any position that you feel is not working on your team right now? Anything you want to kind of tighten up or keep an eye on? Oh, man, uh, that is a great question. I am increasingly, well, maybe not increasingly, but I, I think I finally figured out the tight end position, which uh, is awesome because that's always a crapshoot. You know, in football in general, there's like, you know, three or four tight ends that are really good. Yeah, you're running with Dawson Knox from the Buffalo Bills right now. Yeah, I picked him up off the waiver wire. Mm-hmm. No competition, and I think he's like the tight end of the future for me. Um, but I'm a little concerned about wide receiver, honestly. Like, I'm really trying to find a kind of, I guess, maybe wide receiver running back combo that that flex spot right it's it's the one it's the spot that everyone has on their team that you're like do i put in you know my third best wide receiver or or do i put in that running back that could be a starter and get the touches um because my wide receivers are really solid godwin and metcalf and then on the bench i've got you know deontay johnson but i don't want to put Deontay Johnson in because I don't like the Steelers at all this year. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Well, Deontay Johnson's really challenging. I think that in PPR, you're seeing a little bit more from him. But, um, you know, he's been fairly good when he's on the field. Yeah, that's what's really kind of ticking me off. I wish it wasn't that way. I wish it right. would be very clear, like, you know, don't put him in there. You've also you know, got A.J. Green, which is really an interesting player right now. He is, you know, to kind of preempt thing, he's having a little bit of rejuvenation this year. Yeah. New team. Um, he's healthy, I think. He's not getting a lot of looks every game, but they're throwing him a solid six targets, and he's either got a touchdown or 100 yards in three of his four games. So, like, that's legitimate fantasy points right there. Yeah. In a PPR league, probably not very good. You don't want to risk it. He's like a wide receiver four, you know, if you have to start someone. But... I think he could work out if I need a, a wide receiver in a pinch. So you've got a flex position, okay? Your your starters are kind of locked in, but you've got one flex spot, and you're looking at Chase Edmonds, you're looking at Miles Sanders, you're looking at Deontay Johnson, you're looking at AJ Green. Who are you thinking about starting out of that group? Because that's a that's a a pretty solid list of players at this point as it stands the season today. Yeah, in the next week, um, I haven't looked at the matchups as hard as I should have. Uh, I've been going with either Sanders or Chase a lot because I like running backs in general. They get more looks and more touches, Yeah, and I feel they could be more consistent. Um, but as we all know, the modern NFL is a passing league, and like I see those 15 and 12 points by wide receivers. I just got to have them. You know? I just got to grab them. So um, I kind of want to put in Deontay just because, uh, we talked about, he's getting pretty regular production when he's in there. Yeah. Um, who are the, you know, you're putting me on the spot. Who are the Pittsburgh Steelers even playing next week? Let me pull uh, they are playing the Denver Broncos. Okay, so probably a terrible idea. I don't know. That, I don't know. I don't know They're kind of middle like of the right road now. this year. Yeah. You know, Denver has always had kind of a, um, a, a, a pretty solid defense. I feel like we're not seeing that quite as much this season. They're also at home, so they'll be in Pittsburgh as yeah. opposed to, you know, miles high. So the ball will fly farther. Right. That's good. Right. Okay. Well, maybe. 
So, one so, last like question. So, like, an aging quarterback doesn't have to work as hard to get it to his receivers, is what you're saying, right? Do you play Deontay Johnson if Ben Roethlisberger's not out there? Hip injury. That's uh, the last piece of news that we need to talk about. Right. Ben Roethlisberger, potential hip injury. As the statue today. known as Ben Roethlisberger. That's right. Your, man. Um, so, it's tough. Boy. That, I, that whole team is tough. Is their backup still Mason Rudolph? Is that who's sitting it is. right back there? Oh, man. Uh, you know, I, I always wish that well, – well, I always wish – yeah, rub the lamp, rub the football lamp, and this is what comes out. Um, yep. I always wish I had the tight end when you start a new quarterback for a team because they like to chuck down and it's oh, yeah. really easy passes. Um, and it's usually like those deep balls, like those. I don't know. Deontay's young enough, though, that maybe he has a good reputation with, you know, Rudolph because that's what's key to those good wide receivers is like that, that uh, je ne sais quoi, that, you know, that mind meld that the yep. wide receiver has with the quarterback. And. I don't know if Deontay has that with his backup. I don't know. He seems to have kind of lock in with Ben right now. He does. He's definitely the one that's getting consistent production. Yeah. Right. And for the record, the tight end um, backup quarterback relationship that you mentioned, that was my logic behind the Jack Doyle pick yeah. uh, for shoot your shot a couple weeks ago, um, which was awful. Terrible pick. <laughs> so, so bad. So, we, so the, I shouldn't follow that. Okay. But the logic was there. All right. We follow the logic. We follow the stats. That's the best you can do. I, I And also, shoot your shot. That's what it's for. Shoot your shot. I like that. Thank you. Thank you. Speaking of other things that we like or maybe don't like, let's uh, let's check out some news because there's some things to talk about this week. Oh, listen to that. I feel like I'm using right now, breaking across the screen. News. <laughs> uh, the biggest news... <laughs> Of the week, David Montgomery out for four to five weeks. Um, this could have been a season-ending type of injury, but wasn't. So I guess that's good. Yep. Yep. Um, Knock on wood. But you're definitely probably looking at uh, Damian Williams, his backup, as the number one waiver pickup of the week. I would guess so because that offense has no one else, right? Right. Right. You know. Gosh. Yeah. I mean literally nobody. I mean, uh, maybe you're lucky enough to have Alan Robinson. Uh, Tariq Cohen, already out. Yeah. But yeah. So it's Damian Williams, 100%. Yeah, and I'm, if I'm not correct, you know, please tell me. But I think Williams is, like, possibly hurt, too. I thought he bruised his hip or, like, maybe a little bit of a scare. So, like, yes, he should be the next man up. Thigh bruise. Yep. Thigh bruise. Okay. All right. So, yeah. Which, but, come on, get over it. Thigh bruise. Come on. <laughs> But yeah, I would still take him. I would be like, he's on my short list of like players to kind of look for this week to see like where he ends up, who's going to grab for him those first. teams that are running back needy, right? Yeah, for sure. Right. Um, we're recording this on Tuesday night before waivers run, so by the time you're hearing this on Thursday, um, you'll probably already know whether you have Damian Williams or not. But that's the big news, right? Um, whenever there is a starting running back for a team, and David Montgomery was getting the work, he was especially yeah, this he past was the week. Man. He was the man. You know, there's opportunity there. That hasn't changed. He will be when yeah, he returns. And he will be again. He's in, David Montgomery is inevitable. And uh, if you have an IR spot or maybe you have an extra bench spot, Tariq Cohen eligible to come back, I believe, in week seven. Um, so maybe that's something you keep an eye out for. Yeah, something to look at. Joe Mixon. Also injured. Oh, uh, your boy. The, uh, I was like, hot on Joe Mixon coming into this season. Yeah, you're like the internet's biggest Joe Mixon fan. Is I, that it? I don't know. I've listened. I've, well, I've listened to the past episodes, and I know how much you like Joe Mixon. I do like Joe Mixon. His, I love it. See, I'm, 
I'm a fan of the because of the, the workload was there. The draft capital was there. Um, you know, because you got him in the second round, but he could have been a, a first round level running back, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so if I could stack him like I did with Nick Chubb and Joe Mixon, I think that's that's a really powerful one to punch. Mm. Um, but Joe Mixon has a history of injury, has a history of injury to the foot, which is what he's suffering with here. <laughs> As a running back, now I'm not a doctor, but that mm. sounds like a problem for that a running back. That might be. Right? A bit of a Anything below the belly button, the navel, I don't think you want you know to be injured if you are a running back. And this is what sucked about last year with Joe Mixon was they said he was week to week, and then they just kept saying it Ugh, for yeah. ten weeks until he didn't play. They're like, make up your mind, yeah, right? Yeah. So, do we see more of that this year? Um, they're saying you know somewhat day to day now. What's going to happen? I- I'm not sure. I'm not out on Joe Mixon. Right? He's a guy that's getting you know, 90 plus percent of the work for this offense, um, an offense that clearly needs him, right? So when he's on the field, you should be playing him. You're not going to get away from him. But if he's not out there, Samaj P. Ryan is the backup. Is he somebody you're actively going out and trying to get if you need running back help? Uh, handcuff, I like the Cincinnati offense in general. Like, I okay. like kind of what they're doing. So. Yeah. We're definitely seeing more across or through the air than maybe I expected as well. So yeah. more success, rather. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Joe Burrow is definitely, um, yeah, he's starting to kind of come alive this year. Looks, you know, pretty healthy after his his gruesome injury last year. But um, I think so. I don't know. I, I mean, it could be that they're going to lock down, you know, and just shut down the the run now. You know, defenses are going to kind of figure out that discrepancy now that they don't have a premium back back there. Um, but I would. I I'm I'm kind of bullish on Cincinnati too. I. I don't have him on my team, but <laughs> I think you should, Logan. Is that somebody that I should consider picking up and just holding as a handcuff regardless? So I have Ezekiel Elliott, who's like, you know, one of the best running backs, and I have Pollard now. You did a trade. Yeah. I with did. Brian. With Brian. Yeah. yeah. Again, you've traded a co-host, and I've traded with him. There you um, go. Uh, trades all around. Uh, um, but, I mean, Zeke is a tier above mix, and obviously, like, you know, several tiers maybe. But, I mean, Running backs get hurt so much. Yeah, and Joe Mixon, like you said, has a history. Yep. I think. I mean, I would have been, I would have, not been surprised if you didn't have, you know, him handcuffed already on your team. Yeah, good point. Good point. Um, DJ Chark out for the season. Oh man, uh, he was one of those players before the season two that I was like, I think this guy is secretly really good because he's had like really bright spots of production. He has in the past, right? Yep. And you're like, all right, you know, new offense, new quarterback. Maybe yep. like this is going to be lightning in the bottle, which kind of happens. Yep. Um, but there was lightning, but unfortunately not in the bottle type. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, so he's out for the entire season. Yeah. Um, I have an eye on Chenault. If he's out there on waivers, I'd be picking him up, especially for teams that are wide receiver needy, um, because he has also shown bright spots already. Mm-hmm. And uh, and this team obviously is going to need to throw to somebody. So, and then the last thing um, you mentioned it, Josh Gordon. He's back. The, <laughs> the man who can't quit football. He is back. Which I, you know, I don't know if you talk about this a lot or you want to, but I am super happy to see him back. I want him to get multiple chances. I really do. I think he, I think he deserves another shot. He's electric on the field. I want to see him succeed. So, let's go. I really, yes, that's what it is. I'm rooting for him as a person. Exactly. Right? Right. And now he's on probably my favorite offense right. in the league. Yeah. 
the the Kansas City Patrick Mahomes is. Yeah, like let's go. Like if someone's gonna throw at him, like Patrick Mahomes is gonna throw because he hits everybody with his receivers. And that's what it is for me. Is uh, from a fantasy perspective. I wouldn't be picking him up right now, and the reason why is because nobody outside of Travis Kelsey and Terry Kill gets production from a fantasy perspective. Right. Yeah. In that team, at least not. Yeah, in the last couple of weeks. Yeah, Terry Kill obviously had like a showboat performance last week, and so, of course, right. You right. don't want to head your bets too much, but man, I just think it's like such a great story. It's, it's such a great, great opportunity. You know, he's he's gonna catch from the best. It's great. Yeah, if you, uh, my co-host on from one day to another, Tim Arnold, actually picked him up in our league. Did he? Um, just to hold him, just to see. Okay, because the story's there. All right. Yeah, I like it. Well, hey, before we go to our mid-roll break, why don't we play a quick game with our guest host Zach Johnson? Oh, all right. Of freak That's out, me. chill out. Oh, hearing that in the studio, I, I don't think I've ever caught that, like, echo at the very end or whatever it is. Someone like, hey. It is, yeah. It's very cheesy. It's great. It's really good, though. I do want to hear the echo. Like, Freak out! Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. All right. Here's how this is going to work. I'm going to run some players by you, and you're going to tell me, are we freaking out? Or are we chilling out? Mm, okay. All right. Are, are they somebody we need to be worried about? Or, hey, calm down. Gotcha. Calm down. Cool Cool your jets. Right, cool. Oh, you took the words out of my mouth. Ah. Uh, number one, maybe a trick question. Mm-hmm. Alvin Kamara, freak out, chill out. Alvin Kamara. Uh, he is man. obviously a stud. Yeah. He has the talent. I don't know if we're worried about that or not, right? But it's more so we're worried about this offense. Yeah, that Saints team. <laughs> Uh, he only had 13 targets in his first three games, which is low by Alvin Kamara standards. He thrives off of catching the ball. Yeah, he's one of those backs that you want, like, number one pick PPR all the time because he's just – he is the quintessential dual threat. Um, I don't like the Saints, so I actually think it's a little bit of a freak out time. Yeah, I, I, I agree. Yeah. Um, just because I don't think the Saints really know what they're – doing yep. with this team yep their right identity now. is a lo- is still in question which we kind of knew coming in right the whole quarterback like who's it yep. really gonna be yep uh winston proved that i guess he's the best quarterback they have <laughs> maybe not the best quarterback that should be starting right. i don't like Taysom hill so please don't read that into what i'm saying but um yeah i think it's kind of freak out time i think the saints are just going to be a different team this year and i mean kamara's f- still fine at least in the league that i'm in with him like he's right. you're producing. not gonna get away from him yeah but, you know, he's on RB2 maybe? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, maybe just adjusting expectations, Yeah. right? And so, gosh, what do you do? What does the fantasy manager do that has Kamara and is 2-2 two and two or 1-3 and three and needs to tighten up ship a little bit? Do you wait for the big game and then sell high and try and kind of reconfigure your team? What are your thoughts on that? Well, you know, he's got a bye week coming up in two weeks. Yeah, so it's a little bit of an interesting situation. Like, you could maybe hedge yourself – for one game here, see how he does, and then try and deal him in the bye week for a position that you really need help with. Um, yeah, if you're selling Kamara, you're probably looking for two pieces, a, a suitable running back and then also an increase somewhere else. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, you want to, you know, he's still, you still want to get your first round pick out of him, right? Right. So, yeah. Um, 
I don't know. If I had him, I would kind of start. That's what I would do. I would start thinking about, all right, let's see what he does now. Um, it might be a good time to even go right now because he's he hasn't had a touchdown yet, though. So if he, if five weeks without a touchdown for a running back in today's day and game, uh, yeah, you might be past you. But I would give it a week and then deal him in his bye week. That's what I would do. I like it. Robert Woods. Freak out, chill out. Oh, oh, the Rams. The Rams are a high-powered offense. Love them. Um, Cooper Cup has been incredible, yeah. right? But also yeah. soaking up all the catches, all the touchdowns, all those fantasy points. Now, Robert Woods caught a touchdown this past week. Yeah, he did. In the last good. 30 seconds of the game. Hey, man, garbage time is still all right with me. <laughs> Ooh. Brian Sandy's favorite catchphrase. I'm co-opting that one. <laughs> um he did. He got a second of the year. Um, you know, he's getting a handful of targets, right? I think it's chill out. I think that Rams offense is white hot, or at least was, you know, at the beginning. You know, Stafford's still figuring out. Yep. Um, even though, yeah, the number one receiver. I think this is the classic offense where he's going to, like, you know, kind of shift targets to other players on his team. You're going to see production in other places. I think chill out. I think I think you're okay. Adam Thielen, freak out, chill out. Mm-hmm. Thielen had four touchdowns in the first three games, but he's just not getting a whole lot of production outside of that. Um, he had 46 yards on Sunday, but that wasn't even his lowest of the season. Um, he's averaging 56.8 yards per game, but with draft capital at where you drafted him at. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, he's at a, a 13.2% touchdown rate. Um which isn't terrible, at least since, uh, sorry, that's since the start of 2019. Ooh, wow. But, I don't know, it just it just seems tough. Is freak out, chill out, are you worried about him at this point? Is he able to sustain that type of work? I, oh, um, I think... And what do you think about the offense as a whole, and the Kirk Cousins? Yeah, I, I don't like Kirk Cousins much. I think he's, uh, uh, I think he's a... A metaphor for something bad that you purchased is what I think her cousin is. <laughs> I don't know. I couldn't come up okay. with it in, in <laughs> on the spot. Um, you know, I think they paid a lot of money and you're not getting the value from him. Ah, really. okay. you know, he's one of those classic, like, sometimes he's really good and sometimes he's Kirk Cousins. For fantasy, he's been pretty decent to start the season. He is pretty good. Yeah, yeah. They've had a pretty, I mean, the Vikings team has come out pretty hot too, yeah. But that's not historically how they've operated. Right. Um, I actually think, yeah, I want to really pass on Thielen. Like my gut says, like, uh, I think maybe I think his goose is cooked a little bit. He's yep. going to cool off. So, yep. um, you know, I would, I guess, so I guess is that the freak out? I'd be freaking out at Adam Thielen. You're right. That's, just yeah. a little bit. And primarily because I expect him to decline and I expect Justin Jefferson to continue to improve. Yeah. Justin Jefferson of all the wide receivers on the Vikings is the one that I wanted. Yep. And I didn't get ahead of him last year. I love those second and third year wide receivers that were like showed a lot of promise. Yeah. Um, it's a lot more common nowadays than it, it used to be. But yeah, Justin Jefferson, I think, has it. He's got the goods. He's going to take feeling stuff and uh, do good things with it. Just a couple more for you. Damian Harris, running back for the Patriots, um, really was getting a lot of attention to begin with, but now has just 72 yards on the ground over the last three games, uh, averaging just 3.5 yards per carry. How are you feeling about him and how you feel about the Patriots? Um, I think about him like I think about every Patriots running back 
essentially, except for LeGarrette Blount. Amen. Um, you know, yeah. Rip, rest in peace. Or James White, who is just the pass catcher. Ah, right. Yeah, exactly, right, yeah. It's like, good luck, you know. Uh, if, you, if you're bold enough to take one and start one, uh, yeah, uh, blessings be upon you. I, I don't like Harris that much. I think New England is just so good at adapting their offense for whatever their situation is in front of them. So, you know, if you see that Harris has a pretty poor running back matchup coming up, Maybe cool on him. Now, that said, I think he has some really good matchups coming up, mm, though. He's got Houston, okay. he's got Dallas, he's got the Jets um, in the next three games here, and I think there could be a lot of points in at least two of those. So, awesome. So maybe he's somebody that you ride for a few weeks and then maybe sell off Yeah, while I he's hot? So. I think so, too, yeah. This is like the Camara game a little bit. Okay. Sure. Yeah. I like it. Uh, this is one I personally need your insight on. Oh, personally? Personally. Okay. C.D. Lamb. C.D. Lamb. Hurt, right, if I remember correctly? Um, Not as of today. Not okay. as of today. But you might have thought he was <laughs> because five different people caught touchdowns um, on the Dallas Cowboys, and C.D. Lamb was not one of them yeah. this past week. Oh, C.D. Yeah, had a great week one, and then it's kind of just like decreased a little bit, kind of a little bit each week. I guess week three, he well, it was only targeted about three times. So Yeah. Um, I... Again, I'm a sucker for second or third year wide receivers. Mm-hmm. I say chill out on CeeDee Lamb. I think, you know, they're going to get in a groove. He's going to get his targets. You can't deny 88 on the Dallas Cowboys. Right? Sure. The classic number. Yes. He's going to be fine, folks. He's going to eventually, again, like Justin Jefferson, he's going to take on the mantle of the primary wide receiver, I think, for the Dallas Cowboys. Hold steady. Yep. I like it. I agree. Um, because I have to. <laughs> and then uh, last one, and I'm curious to hear your thoughts. I assume this is a softball. And Alex, if you're on mic too, maybe you have thoughts on this. I'm on mic. Um, hi, Alex, producer. Hello, Logan host. Hi. Um, Alan Robinson of the Bears, the number one wide receiver, clearly very talented. Yeah. Just, just awful. <laughs> awful start to the season. If I were Allen Robinson, I would demand a trade. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Get myself out of there. Because Justin Fields hurts to hear. is yeah. supposed to be the future of this team, right? And uh, Yeah, I, I think he is. And yeah. Justin Fields, uh, kind of, we, I don't know when we talked about it um, briefly, did not look terrible this past week, but did not produce. And Allen Robinson was not a beneficiary. Uh, Darnell Mooney was really the beneficiary of Justin Fields' work. Allen Robinson had one, had one uh, good toe drag. Yeah, he had that toe drag swag, but um, but other than that, no, he didn't get a lot of a lot of looks. What do you think about Allen Robinson for fantasy, Brian Sandy slash Zach Johnson? <laughs> Put my face back on. Um, so I'm a big Justin Fields fan too, or at least I was preseason. Uh, yep. I won't get into the you know the. The Bears coaching and management issues, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, no, I I'm in freakout mode if um, taking any Bears offensive player other than David Montgomery. Honestly, yeah, I I just don't have the confidence in them to put up any numbers outside of you know David Montgomery type numbers. Are you holding Allen Robinson in the hopes that the quarterback situation? shifts a bit um one direction or another uh like maybe if uh, red rocket comes back or yeah or maybe like i mean i don't know again how much chemistry he had with him but maybe i mean i i do think right now that andy dalton is probably a better fantasy choice for you than fields 
um, simply because I I still don't think they're calling plays to Fields' uh, strengths. You know, they're, yeah. they're too hesitant on them. They're not letting them uh, play his game. So to answer your question, am I holding on to Robinson? I'm probably putting him on a bench somewhere. So, yes, I'm probably holding on to him, but I don't think I'm starting him. Sure. And and if you were to trade him, what are you looking for? Hmm. What are you hoping to get for now, Robinson, at this point? Because you're not selling high. No. Uh-uh. Man, I don't know. I mean, running back three, maybe? Yeah. PPR or something like that? Yeah. Probably be comparable. How the mighty have fallen. What a bummer. Yeah, right? Well, on that dour note, let's take a break. Let's check in with some sponsors. And when we come back, Zach and I are going to lightning round our weekend preview. And then we're going to name our shoot-your-shot players. Do you have a shoot-your-shot player, Zach? Uh, Yeah, maybe. I've got a couple ideas. Yeah. All right, cool. So stick with us. We're going to hit those in just a moment. Join us for Choose Your Own Adventure Team Quest, a game where teams of adventurers navigate through a classic choose-your-path-to-adventure story with the goal of winning prizes from locally-owned businesses in the Cedar Rapids-Iowa City Corridor. Each episode is fun, new, and exciting. Listen to the story and then see if you would make the same decisions as our teams. Will our teams travel to the tops of the Himalayas as they search for the exclusive Yeti? Will they dive to the bottom of the ocean to search for the lost city of Atlantis? Or will they travel through space and time as they explore distant planets and discover new forms of life? Which team will be your favorite? Will they enter the glorious hallways of the Adventurers Hall of Fame by winning the season championship? Choose Your Own Adventure Team Quest is produced and distributed by the LAS Podcast Network right here in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. For more information, visit LASPodcastNetwork.com. New episodes release every other week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. For bonus episodes of this show, ad-free versions of all LAS podcasts, and many other exclusive benefits, consider subscribing to LAS Plus for just $10 a month. To learn more and to get started, visit LASPodcastNetwork.com slash plus. So come and join us for an adventure. And always remember, the choice is yours. L-A-S Oh, hey there, bud. I'm Craig Johnson, the host of Creating Crap with Craig, the new bi-weekly podcast here on the LAS Podcast Network. Every episode, I'll be talking with a new creative person from painters to musicians, designers to writers, in an interview-style format with hard-hitting, burning questions such as, how are you? Do you have any pets? And also, why? So join me as I bully all of my friends and family into coming on my show so I finally have someone to talk to. Creating Crap with Craig will release every other Thursday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever else you find your podcasts. And if you want to help support our endeavors, subscribe to LAS+. Plus. For information, go to laspodcastnetwork.com. Creating Crap with Craig, where we love both alliteration and creation. L-A-S. Welcome on back to Playoff Bound Fantasy Football. I'm Logan. And I'm still not Brian Sandy. Oh. I'm Zach. <laughs> Cuckoo Kachoo. What was your catchphrase? Uh, <laughs> Ring-a-ding-ding. Ring-a-ding-ding. Yes. <laughs> Ring-a-ding-ding. I love it. Um, yeah, we have a guest host, Zach Johnson, with us. Brian will be back soon. Um, but in the meantime, 
Zach Johnson and I are going to preview this week's games in our segment called Week in Preview. You cannot help but jive to this music. Seriously, I hope everybody listening at home is also jiving when this music happens because you must. It's fun. There's a fun energy. It's, it's what we're going for. If you're not having fun, it's not worth doing. Right? But also. Love it. Love it. Love it. Um, week in preview. We're looking at week five. Of the 2021 fantasy football season. Cinco for our non-English fans. <laughs> That's true. That's uh, an accurate statement. Yes. See, si, senor. Um, let's start at the top. This is where we run through the games. Okay. And we each just name one thing that we're interested in seeing. A player... Um, that's going to go right or wrong. Something we're worried about. Whatever it is. The one takeaway. Okay. And on Thursday night, the Los Angeles Rams, Los Angeles Rams, doing so good. Thank you. Oh, there it is. When we get names wrong on the show, we get beeped. I like it. Uh, the Los Angeles Rams head to Seattle to take on the Seattle Seahawks. Thank you, Alex. I love it. I love it. Uh, these two teams are fun to watch. Los Angeles, potentially the best team in the league. Uh, Stafford MVP candidate. Um, I am. Are actually, you that in on the Rams right now? I am. I, I think they're great. I think. Yeah. This is exactly what Sean McVay's been looking for. Yeah. It's like a big barrel chested quarterback to just like chuck this ball all the way down the field. It's awesome. <laughs> yeah. um, so I'm excited to see, you know, Stafford really light it up. Um, I'm actually super interested in DK Metcalf because I do have him on my fantasy team right now uh, and he's listed as questionable. Um, so what I am really looking for is for him to not be questionable and <laughs> to catch all the touchdowns. Let me tack onto that too because I have Tyler Lockett. Okay, yeah. And this has been really challenging for me because Tyler Lockett had an amazing first two games, explosive games, and that has bottomed out, which is something that Tyler Lockett does and which would be fine on my team if the rest of my team would hold up their end of the deal, right? (laughs) Sure, right. Like, guys, you signed up for this. Right, right. This is what we're doing. Uh All right. Um, How are you feeling about the pass catchers in Seattle? Let's talk about that really quickly because – and the passing game in Seattle, because the last couple of weeks, they've really moved fairly run heavy, and yet Chris Carson has very little production to show for it. Yeah, I know, right? Like, I feel like this has come up in the weeks before, too, not only on your show, but everywhere in the league. Yeah. You know, Seattle does this dumb thing where they're like, uh, right, this is called football, right? So we need to run the ball, right? Yeah. we got to use our feet. Pete Carroll is locked into this ball. idea. Yeah, and, and like, come on, like... Mm-hmm. Again, you've got an MVP. You've got a Super Bowl winning quarterback. Like, let him fly. Let Russ cook. Yes, that's the phrase. That's right. And I'm keeping an eye out. We talked about it in the first half. Uh, Robert Woods, you know. Okay. Can Robert Woods really ramp up production? We He doesn't need to be Cooper Cup. He doesn't need to be wide receiver one. He doesn't need to be explosive. We just need to see something that shows us that he can be trusted on a regular basis. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's really what it is, because you just need him to be a wide receiver, too, for your team. Yeah, absolutely. Right? Yeah, I think, um, I think he's a great one. Yeah, yeah, and if he can just show a little bit of that consistency, something that says, hey, this guy is worth trusting, I think that's that's going to be a, very valuable. The New York Jets Ooh. take on the Atlanta Falcons. Ooh. What do you think? Uh, I think I don't want to watch this game is what I think. 
Uh, they're in London. They're they're in London Town. Did you know that? Oh, I yes. hadn't even looked at that. Wow, that's right. This is the week that NFL goes international. Um, uh, cheerio, cheer, top of the morning, <laughs> Taya. Yes, uh, the New York Football Jets. So uh, I am I'm excited to see if uh, Matt Ryan retires during the game. I think uh, from a fantasy standpoint, I just see this on on the list here and I think I can't tell you who I would play from either team honestly I don't know if like maybe maybe the Atlanta defense I don't know like I'm blanking out on these two teams because I feel like there's a garbage fire on, on paper sure and yet there are pieces that you drafted to to play right I mean Calvin Ridley what are we doing with Calvin Ridley oh man we're just hoping and praying that like he doesn't hurt himself and that he survives to next season in order to catch passes from a different quarterback is he somebody that you're just praying for a big game from so that you can sell high yeah I think so yeah are you are you bailing on the Falcons um I mean I wouldn't have bought them in the beginning yeah I think if you have Calvin Ridley um yeah there's still potential there right every in football season, that's why you play it because there's still those diamonds in those terrible yeah. teams, right? You can get great production. I think he's probably the one thing that, that you can get from this. Here's what I've uh, drafted from these two teams. It's uh, Kyle Pitts. Have him in a different league. And Pitts is tough because Pitts has not been performing. No, But in a desolate tight end landscape, can you really get away from him? Because he's getting the targets. He's getting the work. That's a great question. I actually uh, heard this from a person in our league who has pits. He's like, what do I do with them? Oh, you know? interesting. Because, yeah, he is that highly touted, like, this is the next great tight end. Right. Both for the real football and fantasy football. Probably and, drafted in one of the top six tight end positions in, in your draft. Of course, yeah, absolutely. And it's a real, real Gordian knot there. Yeah, I don't know how you untangle that one. Tough. Um, so that's what I'm watching out for. The Green Bay Packers at the Cincinnati Bengals. Oh, my beloved Green Bay Packers. I'm a Green Bay Packer fan. Those of you who do not know, now you do. Um, I'm excited to I'm excited to see if Aaron Rodgers can can stay consistent. I'm actually pretty bearish on him coming into the season when that they tanked that first game. I was like, eh, that's it. It's over. He needs to he's needs to retire. The wheels have fallen off. You know, Father Time has come for him. So every Green Bay Packer game, I'm like, okay, can he do it again? Can he continue this kind of three game streak of being pretty good at managing the game, getting his yards? He's not getting his three hundred yards a game. Yep. You know, he's not throwing his four touchdowns anymore. But can he at least be kind of consistent and, you know, spread the wealth to his playmakers? And and will that come up? Because really you're you're looking for Devontae Adams yep. to catch most of 3, the passes. Yards. Yes, exactly. Yep. Yeah. And yep. you're making sure um, Aaron Jones is running the ball. Yep. Right? Those are the two the main pieces. Yep. Um, people drafted Tunyon to be something, and Tunyon is not something. Right. Nope, nope. He's best friends with, like, George Kittle, and people think that, right. you know, he gets talent through proximity, which I don't think that's happening. Lil Kittle. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> He's just a little Kittle. Lil Kittle. Oh. Um and then one thing I'm watching out for is actually also on the Packers side of the ball. It's Randall Cobb. Yeah. So Randall Cobb yeah. was uh, somebody that Aaron Rodgers demanded be brought back uh-huh. uh, in order for him to stay and play another year. And now that MVS is out with this injury, Cobb is the next man up. Yeah. Um, yeah. Does Cobb end up getting some production based off of this narrative? Of the two of them, we saw a hint of it this past week. Yeah, two touchdowns. Like it looked like you know old times again with those guys. Right. Um, yeah. 
against Cincinnati. Yeah, maybe. I think, honestly, the Packers are in the best part of their schedule this year, right? They've, sure. Last week and then this game and the next two after this. Um, they could easily go 4-0, so there could be a lot of, like, you know, fun points scored. Um, and, yeah, with that with that injury, it could be uh, corn on the cob time. <laughs> I love it. Butter, Nailed it! Butter that corn! Yes! The Detroit Lions are at the Minnesota Vikings. Um, so I think, again, I think we hinted at this. I think the question is like that Minnesota offense, like where, you know, who's catching the passes. Yep. Right. I really do think that is the big story there. Um, and which Minnesota team shows up like this. Yeah. That Minnesota, Great way to put it. Yeah. I, they're one of the teams this year who I don't know is, is like, what are they going to do week to week? Yeah. I completely agree, right? Because you've got this pass-happy Kirk Cousins that's hitting Thielen and um, Justin Jefferson for yep. and and um, who, who, Van Jefferson, Justin Jefferson. No, Ooh, who's what? the who's the other wide receiver there? Oh, it's going to bug me now. Oh, anyway, You'll think of it. You'll think. Um, I will. Um, they catching passes like crazy, right? And then you have this team that slows everything down and just runs them into the ground, right? And that's Dalvin Cook time. Yep, yep. and. Which team are you going to get? You know, not sure. That's a great way to put it. I don't know. I mean, yeah, and it sucks because you've got fantasy points on both sides of that. But I, you, yeah, you don't know which you don't know which coin they're going to flip that day. The Detroit Lions are interesting. Um, DeAndre Swift obviously has been on a hot streak, mm-hmm. but there's some slowdown that we're starting to see. And can the Detroit Lions continue to produce? Because they're a team that generally is struggling right now. Um, so that's something I'm watching out for. Can DeAndre Swift um, and Williams both can they can continue to give you some production on, you know, running back borderline one and running back flex levels? So the Denver Broncos are heading to Pittsburgh to take on the Steelers. Yeah, love it. And this is interesting because Teddy Bridgewater might be out with a concussion. Yeah, Ben Roethlisberger might be out with a hip injury. Yeah, is this backups. the battle of the backups? It is. Uh, yes. It stinks to see Bridgewater out. I liked him. I kind of liked what he's doing this year. It was a lot of fun to see him, you know, perform and get those points. Um, yeah, right. Mason Rudolph time. Um, again, me personally, I'm kind of looking at Deontay Johnson. You know, where are those wide receivers? What are they going to do with the new potentially new quarterback in there? Are they worth starting enough for me? Um, I actually think the Denver defense is a good choice. I don't know if you play full team defenses in your leagues, but they could. Their pass rush could just, I think, run right over whoever is behind center on Pittsburgh. So I think that could be kind of fun to watch. K.J. Osborne, by the way. That's the backup for Denver. Oh, that's the other wide receiver. That's the other wide receiver <laughs> for the Vikings. So you could have said any name, and I'm like, yeah, that makes sense, because I didn't know both the backup for Denver or like the third wide receiver. On the Vikings. Here's the deal. Let's We can say this right now. We don't do this for a living, all right? That's very true. We're fantasy football fans. We have a beer. We have, I think, thoughtful, insightful, educated opinions. We don't know every player in this league. Are you kidding? There's more than like a hundred. <laughs> so yeah, I can't remember that many. There's times. more than a hundred in each matchup. Yeah, yeah. You know, look totally. at all their backs, look at their practice squads. It's crazy. There's so many. The Miami Dolphins at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, I'll go first on this one. Yeah. I'll give you a sec to to catch up. Um, the Miami Dolphins, I I think that um, that Mike Kosicki is really interesting, the tight end for the Dolphins. Oh yeah, we okay. saw some increased production last week with um, 
Brisket being the quarterback there, uh, Jacoby Brissett. And uh, and a lot of targets went his way. We've seen increased production each week, actually. So that's somebody that if he's out on the waiver wire, I would be grabbing if I need some tight end help. Uh, I think it's really interesting, especially in PPR format. I like, yeah, I actually like it. I like Jacoby as a quarterback, uh, truthfully. Um you know, I think he overperforms. Most I love of the brisket. Time. Yeah, I think it, so yeah. good. Don't eat me, but I do love me some brisket. Um, uh, let's see. On the Tampa Bay side, uh, again, it's kind of the offense thing. It's like too many weapons, I and mean, this is kind of the the problem for for Tampa Bay. I'm curious if Gronk comes back. I think he's out for, for a while, though, right? Did he actually break? I didn't read up. Gronk has um, broken ribs and a punctured lung. Oh, he does have that bad. So yeah. So for him, like what, like two weeks? Then he's out, probably. Right. Maybe yeah. maybe week and a half. You know. But it's spreading the wealth again in the passing game. I have Godwin um, as one of my primary wide receivers, and who and and it's exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. So many weapons. Yeah. Somebody gets left out, and this past week it was Godwin. Yep. 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 So, I think um, it's at Tampa Bay. So I like, uh, but it's Miami again. I always forget it's a battle of Florida. So yep, um, yeah, that's where I'm watching. I'm, I'm just watching to see again who catches those sweet, sweet Tom Brady passes. New Orleans Saints at the Washington Football Team. Oh man, yeah, uh, the Camaro. We talked about him definitely in the New Orleans Saints again. New Orleans is one of those teams. I don't know what's going to show up because of the chaos. Uh, behind quarterback they have a quarterback who throws 30 interceptions 30 touchdowns in a year and coming into washington i'm actually super curious on washington is tyler heineke 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 the real deal yeah Yeah. right is he is he real he has been surprisingly sufficient yeah a fun to watch yeah yes they're they're moving the ball antonio gibson's had some production um terry mclaurin has had some production uh logan thomas is injured so um there's some there's some interest there for sure completely agree um for the saints i'm gonna bring up alvin Kamara because we talked about it earlier Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. um is this somebody that we should be worried about can this team pull it together are they going to pass him the ball that's what i'm watching for because if they can't then like we talked about maybe this is a sell high window for you Philadelphia Eagles at the Carolina Panthers. The Panthers, man. Uh, I am. <laughs> I want to know: Is Sam Darnold going to be the continued like rushing leader in touchdowns? Amazing, right? That's got to be the talk of everything. Is it six rushing touchdowns now? Is it that crazy? Many it's five or six. Yeah. It's nuts. Yeah, that's all I'm curious about. Is like, is apparently Sam Darnold a real football player now? Yeah, it's great. I mean, you get him away from Adam Gase, you get him away from the Jets, and suddenly, gosh, it's a it's a real player. Yeah, right. Like, Jeez. wow. I mean, it's a real opportunity to actually do apparently what quarterbacks do, and that's rush for touchdowns. <laughs> so, uh, I think what I'm looking for is actually something I'm going to ask you about. Okay. Which is, if you're, you know, like you you have Jalen Hurts, um, who from the pass catchers for the Eagles? is worth really having at this point. You know, is Devonta Smith really the one that you want to have? Or, you know, what are we seeing from this team from a pass-catching perspective? Um, based on... You know, who's Jalen yeah. Hurts throwing the ball to? Yeah, yeah, Because yeah, it, yeah. it seems like... Like, like he's the just like production's not right. Licking his finger and being like, uh, you today. Yeah. That sort of thing. Like yeah. Is. is anybody fantasy relevant outside of Jalen Hurts? I, I actually backs? think, like... I, you know, I don't think Sanders is, is 
I, he probably is in PPR leagues because he's getting some touches there. But um, he's a hard one to go away from. Yeah, that's the problem. It's I have that problem with on my team. Uh, I I think the tight ends are actually okay on yeah on Philadelphia. Goddard, 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 Geo Duck, um, Goddard and Gurnick. Ertz. Yeah, Zertz. We need a name buzz. Yes, <laughs> yeah. Goddard and <laughs> Ertz. Buzz. But who's getting Blushing. what each week? Because right now they're they're both very involved. Um. I don't know. I think I think the person with the name I can't pronounce is the one you should go with. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Dallas Goddard. <laughs> I love it. Hey, the Tennessee Titans are taking on the Jacksonville Jaguars. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> That's how they say it down there, though, right? So if they say it, if we say it how they say Jacksonville it. Jacksonville yeah. Jaguars. Thank you. Uh, well, yeah, Jacksonville has that wide receiver conundrum. I am uh, curious if at some point they will get a win in the full, in the whole sense. So it means they do need to score some points and hopefully more. I think maybe. Is that real? Jacksonville's tied for like the second longest losing streak ever? Uh, I, you know, yeah, you could. I'll believe that. I, it I'll sounds like right something now. believable. Yeah. Um, and. Yeah, I mean, that's what I'm really curious about. I've kind of been watching the Jacksonville team to be like, all right, where are the Nuggets? Where can you pull out of there? Can you take, you know, DJ? You can't right now. Can you go with your guy, Chenault? Chenault? Yeah, Chenault, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, re- Jacksonville's uh, a really tough team to pin down. I've been riding Ryan Tannehill on my team, like you so gracefully pointed out. <laughs> um, and. A.J. Brown and Julio Jones were both out last week, and he still managed to put up some decent production. Um, not stellar, but he didn't tank your team, and I was worried he might have. <laughs> so uh, really the question is, against a better defense, or rather a better for fantasy defense to play against, um, can Ryan Tannehill really still put something together? I think he might. So um, if Trey Lance plays, I have Trey Lance on my team, would I play Trey Lance or Ryan Tannehill? Mm. What do you think about that? Mm. Um, Trey Lance put up over 22 points in our standard scoring league in a half of football. Yeah, 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 yeah. And the 49ers, correct me if I'm wrong, we haven't got to their game yet, but they are playing. I lost the week five apparently on my screen here. The 49ers are playing the Cardinals. Yeah. Oh, oh. oh. (laughs) I was about to say yes, I really was, because I kind of want to ride the – uh-huh, the hype lightning. train. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, right? Come on. <laughs> Choo-choo. Um, I regret that. Great. Next play. <laughs> Let's match up. The New England Patriots are at the Houston Texans. Um, I have the Patriots defense, and I feel good about it. Uh, that's a good choice. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's a good choice. I actually do like, like I just said, I, I think I like the New England offense on this. Uh, Mac Jones, I think is a pretty solid quarterback. I think he's going to get you some points. Again, gonna... serviceable. Not exceptional. Yeah. I've... But he's really managed to to keep this team moving. Yep. Uh, and for rookie quarterbacks, it's been tough for our rookies this year. It has. So. Yeah. Not the breakouts that we kind of expected. But it it's still early. Anybody you're wanting to play on the Houston side? Nope. Great. <laughs> Single first. Feel the same. Yeah. Chicago Bears are at the Las Vegas Raiders. Oh, the Raiders. I love watching uh, that Raider team. I, I, they're they're very electric. They it's really been are. exciting this year. Yeah. yeah. Surprisingly. They're a lot of fun. Lot Derek Carr cooled down this week, though, yes. this past week. Yeah. Um, and that's something I'm looking for is, does Derek Carr 
keep this train moving. Is he actually fantasy relevant all season long, or did we see a spark at the top of the season and now we're watching it die off? I'm watching a trend with Derek Carr this week. Which direction is he going? Is he going to go back up? Are we going to see more production, or are we seeing a cool off? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I agree, yeah, because that offense was like the average highest points, like maybe in NFL history. Yeah, um, which yeah. is kind of, kind of impressive. Um, I agree. I think he's going to cool off. I really do, but I think he's still going to stay at a high, high level of production. Yeah. So I'm predicting your trend is that yes, it continues maybe a little bit of a plateau, maybe like a little reality check. Not, sure, but not we're not a, crashing and burning. No, we're not cratering at all. Got nope. it. So, yeah, but like them Raiders. Like the Raiders. Anything else you see on this uh, matchup, the Bears and the Raiders, on your side? Um, no, I just, uh, I'm just, I guess know, Damian Williams. good thoughts for, yeah, you know, we talked about Montgomery earlier, wishing good thoughts for those Bears players. Yeah. I just want them to try real hard. You go out there and do <laughs> your right. best, buddy. Have fun if you, if you don't win. I'm sorry, Alex. Alex is a Bears fan. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> At this point, the scab is healed over. I was going to say, does it feel just like another another season for you? Every year I, I let myself get excited. <laughs> they are two and two, though. Like, yeah, they which are. Which is they shocking. Are. It's not over. Yeah. And, you know, Justin Fields threw 11 passes this past week for over 200 yards. I'm excited about it. Stop digging the grave. All right, it's too early for that. Yeah. 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 I've been hurt so many times before. <laughs> I'll never learn to love again. <laughs> the Cleveland Browns. Are at the Chargers. Ooh, another fun matchup. Browntown at the Bolts. I think this is exciting. I do too. Yeah. Um, I'm not as impressed with uh, Mayfield this year as I kind of thought he was. He's yeah. always kind of underperforming for me. Yep. You know, it's like, all right, this is the time. Yeah, he's gonna like just put in that next gear, right? And he's gonna show that. Oh yeah, he is worth all the hype. He was the hype hotness when he came into the league, yeah, right? Yeah. And we can tell because his commercials continue to air where he's living in the stadium. Yeah, like the- I would think he could actually afford a place. You yeah, know? I you'd think kind of a little bad for his living situation. Yeah, but well, seems to like it there. Someday they'll pay him. Um, totally agree, though. I I think. Um, the Chargers are just electric right now. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Electric right now. Um, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Austin Eckler has been really fantastic the last few weeks. Um, is the RB2 on the season in all formats. That's amazing. Love really it. Really exciting for, for him. Um, because this is what we wanted to see. We wanted to see that last year, too. So this is this is a great bump up. Right. I feel like we're a little overdue for this. Yep. And also, Jared Cook, one other person I wanted to point out there, uh, Tight end. I drafted him. I traded him away uh, to my opponent who gave me George Kittle and then beat me with Jared Cook. <laughs> yeah, he had a he had a game, yeah. I, and I knew that he would. You know, because um, because he is a primary pass catcher for Herbs right now, and and he's catching touchdowns. He's getting red zone opportunity, which I think is really exciting. So Jared Cook, if he's still sitting out there on waivers. Make it happen. Grab him. Yeah, he Make looked. He looked real good. I watched that game. It was fun. He's so, a top twelve tight yeah. end this season. He looked real good. Next up, the New York Giants are at the Dallas Cowboys. Um, so on the Dallas side, um, I want to make sure that Ezekiel's production continues. So we had a slow start to this year, two games. The first game of the year was terrible. Can I ask you a question real quick? Go for it. I traded you Zeke last year. You, you did, and I kept him in our league because we have keepers. We have a keeper league, yep. Yeah. Um, one keeper. But he was your keeper. Yep. How did you feel about that going into the season? 
Um, and keep, how are you feeling now? Keeping him. Yeah, knowing knowing that you were going to commit to Zeke and knowing that he kind of had a down season last season. Yeah, so I worry about running backs because their shelf life isn't long, unfortunately, in the league. Um, Zeke is one of the premier ones, but I, you know, I think um, I, I was worried, yeah, because of last year. I, I think everyone was because of the mm-hmm. injuries. Absolutely. Um, but I watched Hard Knocks on HBO, and that changed <laughs> my mind because he looked good. He looked svelte. He looked quick. He looked strong um didn't prove it that first week so i was like oh did i make the wrong choice because it was between him and justin jefferson and i think i did make the right choice although if i remember correctly too i had Dak, but i don't like to keep a quarterback um i that's why i think this game is important because it'll be if he has a really good game that's three games good two games one game bad and one game mediocre yeah um so that's that's important, right? Because, it's, again, this is kind of the trend thing. Like, which way is the season really going to go? This, the first couple games, the first game in completely you can treat as, like, the last preseason game because of the way the NFL schedule is this year. Sure. Right? We uh, extended it 17 games. Right. So that's how I am in my head viewing that first game. It's like, all right, he's still kind of, you know, shaking off the cobwebs, you know, working out the kinks, and then now he's going to, again kind of hit that gear and start getting the stride i do feel too we talked about cd lamb earlier that if zeke continues to be successful cd lamb might not Hmm. i really think that this offense is either going to run a lot or it's going to pass a lot and they can't seem to do both (laughs) um so that's something i'm worried about you don't think they're going to grind it out and then throw over the top to CD Lamb? Like you would they used think. to do with DeMarco uh, Murray and then and Dez way back in the day. And Dez, oh, such a good combo. Yeah, I think it can work. I, it can work. That's the. I, I just mean, don't think that they're going to do it. Okay. So All we'll right. see. We'll see. I mean, the one thing holding them back is Mike McCarthy. So again, being a Packer fan, I know the travails that await the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, one other thing I'm watching out for is on the other side of the ball. The Giants' offense showed up last week. They did. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Um, so I'm really watching to see if Kenny Galladay can be a piece again. Can he continue to ramp up? Um, is Evan Ingram ever going to be a thing again? Because <laughs> um, the the production really is there. So um, you know that that's something to keep an eye on. The San Francisco 49ers are at the Arizona Cardinals. I already said mine, so I'll throw it out again. Trey Lance is Trey Lance going to start? And if he starts. What are we going to see from him if the game plan is actually designed for him this time? Um, is he going to run as much as we want him to? That's maybe the number one question. The number two is, who's going to see the passing production? Does Kittle get enough targets? Does Debo get enough targets? Is Ayuk suddenly a piece again? Um, it, does Trey Sermon matter? You know, the, I think those are all major questions uh, if Trey Lance is the future of this team. Yeah, he's one of those you know quarterbacks we're excited to see. Um, on the other side, Chase Edmonds is kind of my bugbear. Mm-hmm. So he's the one that I want to see again. He's kind of in that Deontay Johnson category for me. It's like if the if the Cardinals are still as explosive as they should be, as their record indicates that they're supposed to be the best team in the league, and this you know and Kingsbury and Murray have finally leveled up and unlocked the true potential of what they can do. Like let's see, let's see him like. Spread the wealth. Come on, let's see. I want to see that 120 yards again from Chase Edmonds that he had last week, and let's let's go. That's get him involved. And is he ever going to score another touchdown? <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> Will he ever have the goal line work? No. Uh, two more. We're almost done. Buffalo Bills at the Kansas City Chiefs. The Bills. Yeah, Josh Allen experience, man. Woof. This is an exciting matchup. Yeah. 
Like, uh, honestly, most of these last games here are pretty. That's yeah, true. Pretty intense. Um, I mean, I'm not super excited about the next matchup. Gosh, but. what aren't you watching in these games, honestly? And and this one in particular, like I'm looking at Knox again because I just got him, and I'm like, I th- like I said, I think he's my tight end of the future. So I'm like, let's go goal line work, throw two touchdowns, make yeah. it happen. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Um, <laughs> you kind of brought up Josh Gordon, and that just makes me think about um, the pass catchers as a whole on the other side of the ball, right? I mean, we know Travis Kelsey and Tyree Killer locked in, but can there ever be additional production on the Kansas City side for fantasy? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, McCole Hardman, um, Demarcus Robinson was never a thing uh, or never a consistent thing. Can Josh Gordon really be a thing? That's a fun narrative to keep an eye out for. And also, CEH has been trending upward as well. Yeah. Not RB1 status, but at least semi-reliable status. Right, yeah. Uh, He was on my opponent's team last year and was the highest point getter for my opponent. Um, But yeah, like coming in, I'm like, come on, this guy. We we saw what he can do. It wasn't impressive. Yep. Um, But yeah, the last two weeks, it's like, all right, 100 yards, 102 yards. And getting some work done. You know, if, if he's the RB2 on your team, you've got to be feeling okay about that. Oh, 100%. I yeah. wouldn't, yeah, I wouldn't budge him from there. Yeah. Last one, the Indianapolis Colts at the Baltimore Ravens. Who wins this game? <laughs> uh, it's the Colts for sure. Man. Uh, no, the Colts are terrible. Yeah. Uh, and I grew up a Colts fan, and it hurts my spirit. Um, it just hurts me for them. I, it, you know, there's, it's a franchise that, like, feels like made their all the right moves and then was just like cursed like suddenly yep you know with yep. uh ever since the andrew luck uh right yeah retirement happened i feel like it's just been downhill slow they're still just like looking around thinking like wait that didn't really happen right, <laughs> right. when's he gonna show up like he's still coming back right <laughs> right he said he was going out for cigarettes is he like parked outside yeah you know, somebody sent him a message yeah although i did although i was pretty proud of picking up the indianapolis defense last week against miami um, and they outperform for me. So yeah. So I, I like him in freak situations. Um, you know, I'm excited to see Baltimore. Um, I, I don't know. It's the Lamar Jackson show, right? Every time with that team, it's like, like he's gonna run it. He's gonna throw it because he has to. <laughs> right. Um, Marquise Brown has been a thing. Yeah. This season, which is kind of exciting. And then also, where is Mark Andrews? You know. Great question. Um, he's somebody that you drafted high, and he's not living up to that ADP at this point. Um, we just got to see something more from him. But he's going to be hard to get away from because who are you moving to a tight end? Gasicki? you you really going to replace Mark Andrews with Gasicki in your lineup? That's a tough ask. No, I'm on the Mark Andrews question with you, too. That's also, yeah. Thank you for bringing him up because he's a player I literally have not thought about all season. Like I was like, oh, right. yeah, got to draft him. He's one of the great tight ends. Have not been reminded that he existed. Right. Right. Well, um, some things we need to address. Last week's Shoot Your Shot players, I had Justin Fields, who had 209 passing yards and three rushing attempts for nine yards. And Brian had Teddy Bridgewater, who put up 65 passing yards and a passing touchdown and two rushing yards before going out with a concussion. There's very little question in my mind that Teddy Bridgewater would have won in our matchup if he hadn't had that concussion. But he got a concussion. So I win last week <laughs> with Justin Fields, and it's time for another round of Shoot Your Shot, partner. <laughs> you 
you going to shoot? Or do you want me to shoot? Because um, I think I have a shot. You go first. If you have your shot, by all means, go ahead. It's not going to be a surprise, though, because I feel like we've talked about it. I wrote, That's all right. I wrote down three different options, and we've talked about two, and then the third, I think I'm going to put at the bottom. But the shot I am going to shoot is going to be Damian Williams. Oh. I'm going to choose the Bears running back. Yep. I think that's fair because I think that um, it's a promising matchup. I think obviously he's going to get 100% of the work. Yep. Um, I, I think there's no reason why that shouldn't be a success. Um, and you know what? I will also pick a running back this week. Um, I think... Yeah, I like Damian Williams, man. I, have, I like. I had a few options. Mm-hmm. Um, sorry, go ahead. No, I was just I was just talking while you were looking through the running backs there. I mean, I was ready. I was ready to shoot. If this were a showdown at say a corral made of letters, I think I would have won, just based because I was prepared to shoot my shot. I I had a few. I had a few. I had to pick from. Uh, all right. Um, all right. And here's my shot. I wanted to pick a running back to go against your running back. I like that. Okay. Um, and I I didn't necessarily love the one that I picked first. So now I have who I like. I'm really excited about it. It's Trey Sermon, the running back for the San Francisco 49ers. Okay. Yes. Um, he got a pretty decent workload last week with Elijah Mitchell out. As long as Elijah Mitchell remains out, I expect that to continue. Now, how does that look with Trey uh, Lance coming in? The Trey's? What? There's two of them? I didn't even think about that. There's two trays? Dos trays? Dos trays? I hope they get a nickname. That's got to be a thing. That's their new nickname. That's got to be a thing. Um, I I think that that production's still going to be there. So Trey Sermon, my shoot-your-shot player. My shot has been shot! And with that, our episode comes to an end. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Playoff Bound Fantasy Football. And love it. Love this song. Um, if you like this show, what are you doing? What's wrong with you? But also, subscribe to this show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. But it's coming to you every Thursday uh, on all those places. And it's produced and distributed by the LAS Podcast Network right here in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. For more, visit LASpodcastnetwork.com. And you can support this show by subscribing to LAS Plus. It's just $10 a month. You add free versions of this show. Gets you access to live events that we're planning. It's going to get you bonus episodes of other shows, which we're really excited to share with you. We've got some new ones coming up in the next couple of weeks. That's going to be great. Um, you can only get them by subscribing to LAS Plus. And also, it supports local. Support local creators. Support local businesses. We, we need you to make that happen. And a very special thank you to our guest host today, Zach Johnson. That's me. Oh, well, thank you. Thank Yay! you so much. Thank you. Yay! So fun to be here. Thank you for inviting me and having me on, Logan, comma host and Alex, comma producer. Thank you, Zach, comma co-host, guest, um, comma guy in the room. <laughs> Love it, ring a ding ding. Um, yes, Brian will be back soon, but Zach, you were fantastic. Thank you so much, and you're welcome back anytime. Please. All right, Brian, stay away. Yeah, get out of here, Brian. We don't want you any. No, you're great. You're great, Brian. Come back soon. I miss you. Until next week. Keep on fantasying. Yep. I'll work on it. Yep. Catchphrase here.
The LAS Podcast Network is an independent network of local creators based in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. For more, visit LASPodcastNetwork.com. LAS.